Well, first off, I, let's let's go through the chain of events here. Uh, first off, he buys a new microphone. Clearly, has it set up wrong. Another week goes by. Records with it. Are you recording? Still sounds bad. Yeah, I'm recording. <laughs> Tells us that we uh, need to um, change, change the Wednesday. Sch- change the Wednesdays from now on because it works better with the schedule. Don't worry. This is the first time he's ever changed our night, and then immediately the day after said he can't record. Oh no! Wait, he's done this. This is the third time that course <laughs> of events has happened in a row, back to back. Can we record this night instead of this night? Day of that day, can't record tonight. <laughs> yep, it's true. Uh, Live from Cool Boys Central. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. I always, I, I mean, I always, every time this happens, I kind of think this might be the last time we ever had Nolan on the show. This is it. This is it. Let's just do the John Travolta hair thing. What is the fucking John Travolta hair thing? I don't know what the hell that okay, is. Okay, I, I, I got the impression that you didn't understand what it was because it was a sarcastic suggestion originally. Okay, but Nolan just was so like, you so understand, good. just so you understand and all Cool Boy Nation understands and Nolan understands. I didn't understand any of the ideas, the show topics that were brought up. I'm like, how is this a show topic yet? Bigger Luke isn't a show topic. I was just blown away. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Okay. Okay. Here's the topic. We go through all, I believe, what, 22? I actually prepared a topic for tonight, but no. okay, we'll just throw it out the window. <laughs> we're not, you're never going to have Bigger Luke on this, this show. I have two topics tonight, and I was going to let you pick between the two of them, and we're going to go with this third topic. What is it? Until what is Nolan it? finally dies, you'll never get Oh, yeah, we haven't Luke. even said greetings yet. Oh, my God, and Nolan's dead. Felt, go ahead, greetings. Greetings, cool boy nation. And welcome to another installment of the Cool Boys podcast. You know what they say. Fuck me till I'm ripped and ripe. <laughs> I'm Felk. Uh, I'm Ballard. Uh, so cool. And Cool Boy Nation, of course, Noli is not with us this week because Noli has also died. Felk, what did Noli die of this week? Uh, I'm guessing a bad case of not really caring about this podcast very much anymore. Oh my god, Noli died on the five not caring about this podcast while doing 85. Yeah. And probably doing blow off off a man's cock. The largest, the biggest, the biggest. Say, 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 too clean. Too clean. And then say, um, so close. Oh god damn, my dick is so engorged. What, what do you want to do? Because I was going to say we can either talk about the Snyder Cut or Bigger Luke. Okay, let's just ex- let me just explain what the suggestion was that N- Nolan thought was funny that I meant as a joke topic. We go through. Oh, all- oh wait. Okay, so Google Nation, Felk is going to explain essentially our text message thread to you. This is like a soap opera. I feel like I'm going to add soap opera music to this. I brought it up while we were recording, but we, neither you were recording, and I would have just had to use. I don't even think I had the line cut on at that point. Um, so the idea is that we go through all 21 released 
Marvel movies, MCU movies, and tie each movie. So we, we go through, that's that's the, the anchor. We go Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, and so on, all the way up to Infinite War and, and, and Captain Marvel's. I and, wish her name was Captain Marvel. And connect them with a corresponding, most appropriate John Travolta hairstyle from a movie. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know what the hell that is, honestly. <laughs> so, in case you're wondering, <laughs> wait, you're gonna okay. This is the show topic you want to do tonight instead. I mean, not. I mean, I don't know how much I'm serious. I think it's anymore. a pretty good show topic, but it feels like Noli needs to be involved in that show no, topic. If he ever, if he ever comes back to life. Because if we have three of us, then it'll fucking take forever. Yeah, that's the that's what Cool Boy Nation wants to hear. What Nolan? <laughs> no, taking forever in the chaos that is all three of us. I mean, at this point, like we've discussed this before, how we've gotten to points where we're like, we shouldn't uh, hold out topics that we think are funny based on the yeah but it'd be really funny if we had noli and then three weeks later we end up just doing what most most fabulous yes. ass shot from predator but that's the thing exactly if we like if we wait if okay so that is the conundrum here of course yes noli brings a certain um level to the show topic choice and i'm just like whatever i would do a show topic as I, i've mentioned before about vacuums like, I, I don't give a shit. I can literally <laughs> talk about 45 minutes to an hour about anything and everything. All right, hold on. I, I am useless in that way. Hold on. I am a retired pizza delivery driver, okay? That's what we do. We can just talk. And I I can do anything. So I have lots of ideas, but we do tend to go towards best place to have a gay orgy in a movie and things along those lines. And I wish I had more control, but I have ideas like Bigger Luke. And they and they don't they don't even come to fruition. Okay. So, so I got John Travolta hair googled with images up. I've got list of Marvel Cinematic Universes just so I don't have to expend any brain power remembering those. And of course, John Travolta on IMDb. I'm ready to go. So wait, so we're definitely not doing Snyder Cut or Bigger Luke. My only chance is to do those on my own now at this point. We'll do them next. There's Snyder Cut information now out there. We should discuss. I want your opinion on Snyder I don't want to talk about Zack Snyder. I want your opinion. I don't again. know your opinion on any of it. Well, cool boys, I don't think uh, you can get any more introductory than that. Time to move yeah. on to our cool boys show topic is what I always like to say. Oh the God. cool boys discuss vacuums. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. It's what is it tonight? Well, how, how do I succinctly explain that? Uh, I, John Travolta in the MCU. John Travolta's hair in the MCU, basically. That's the name of the episode, John Travolta's hair in the MCU. What a terrible thing to say. Report preliminary findings. I don't know what the big deal is. I really don't. Cool boy nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. Cool? Cool. So cool. Ain't it cool? It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. No sweat. So cool. It's gonna be terrible, though. That's great. <laughs> Starting with the very beginning of the MCU, Iron Man, I'm saying John Travolta's hair from Swordfish. Because John I, Travolta- I don't like that. I don't think so. John Travolta, well, this is my pick, then you get yours. John Travolta is a technological guy. He's not a hacker, but he works with hackers. He's doing technology stuff. I see that he has got the, the cool car. He's rich. I see futurism. I see 
cutting edge. And I associate that one of like, that's the first thing you think of with Iron Man. This guy's cutting edge, technical, cool with a dark past because of course, Robert Downey Jr. was a former heroin addict. Which John Travolta movie hairstyle would you pair or say most well corresponds with the film Iron Man? Hmm. That's a hard question to ask, Felk. Okay. Because it's the OG Marvel film. Yeah. And because it, I, I just have to go with, you know, I guess what to, what to everyone is the OG, you know, Travolta film. Uh, the most OG Travolta film. I'm going to go with Iron Man is Grease. Because that's, that's where the hair's origin is, too. Yeah, that's kind of like where Tra- I mean, I know Travolta had like great hair and Welcome Back Cotter and he had great hair before that. But I, Grease is when I think everyone started to notice, hey, who's this sexy man with this incredible dimple chin that you just want to stick your little finger in and just tickle it, but also has great hair on top of it. That's possibly his best hair. Yes. All right. We got two. All right. We got one. We got one down. <clears throat> Cheers. Next up. Uh, of the Incredible Hulk. And I think mm. of the Incredible Hulk, he's big, he's green, he's fat, and he's gay, and a woman. So I think of Hairspray. Because yeah, Hairspray. I was thinking Hairspray too. Ding! Yeah, because he's big. because He's wearing the fat suit, and he's playing a woman. He's transforming, just like Incredible Hulk transforms. Yeah, and just like he does on a daily basis when he goes to his wig room. All right, we got Iron Man 2. <laughs> Ooh, Iron Man 2. See, that's, that's questionable. Hard. That's a tough one, actually, yes. Yeah. See, I want to... Th- okay, so for Iron Man 2, I want to think about, like, what what was great hair again, but not so well-received? Here, here's, here's what I'm going to go with, because the whole... The whole- the whole crux, we talked about this before, is that Iron Man 2 is, doesn't make sense to me. It, it, the plot does not make sense that he's dying of palladium poisoning from the core in his chest, except based on the information in the second, or the, the original film in Iron Man, he doesn't need to have a fucking arc reactor in his chest. He just needs to have a magnet that can be powered by something as little as a car battery. So why is he keeping an arc reactor in his chest all the time if it's fucking poisoning him? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Phenomenon because Phenomenon is also about the thing that makes somebody powerful killing him. Oh, okay. I saw that movie. I do not remember anything about it. Uh, the, the plot is, is that John Travolta is a regular guy. He sees a light in the sky. And you but think, what about his hair in Phenomenon is Iron Man 2? The hair represents the character of Phenomenon. who's just gotten <laughs> a lot of power. In Phenomenon, in there's like a point where they like acknowledge the hair. They're like, oh, wait. You notice the hair on this man. It represents the power inside of him. It's actually a pretty cool twist in a phenomenon. It's got an M. M. Night Shyamalan twist. What is the twist? I, I, I've i seen the movie, but I do not remember shit. So, you, so he sees lights, and then all of a sudden the next day he's like super powerful. And you, you think like maybe those aliens gave him all these like his brain is like right. he can think really hard and learn language and shit. And the end you find out he just has a tumor. The lights were, he oh, saw yes. were just the tumor. Oh, and yes. then he, the tumor is what's making him super powerful. Yeah. And then and they parodied dies, that right? on an episode. Does he die? He, he dies at the end, yeah. Yeah, and okay, yeah. And then they parry, the, the, there was, of course, when George Costanza had to give up sex, and by and, and by having his part of his brain that fo- is focused on sex, free to think about other things, he becomes super powerful until he has sex with uh, a, a maid or something. Right, and then Elaine becomes really dumb because she's getting laid all the time that same episode. Yeah. Yep. Um, Phenomenon got lost with powder for me. They're, like, practically the same movie. 
Similar, very similar. Of course, uh, Phenomenon was not directed by the convicted child molester, and Powder was. Uh, was it really? Yes. Who's, who's Powder's uh, director? It's the guy who did Jeepers Creepers. I don't remember his name. Jeepers but Creepers was good. Oh my god, he, he he's a he's a both child of those monster? movies were at, were after he had done time for yeah. So both films were were shot after he committed gotten, the crime had gotten out of prison for it. Yeah, by Touchstone Studios, which is Powder, which is owned by Walt Disney. Disney, Disney yeah, Disney. Yeah, Touchstone's Disney. It's uh, everyone's all like, "Oh, now that Disney has Fox, they can finally do our movies." It's like, "Well, they kind of did R-rated films with Touchstone. They kind of do R-rated films with Hollywood Pictures when they had Hollywood Pictures." The, Buena Vista has a big, big reach. Yeah. yeah um, I would has. say Iron Man Two. It's it's nothing. It's nothing. Nothing um, How about this? I'm gonna say this. Interesting thing about Iron Man Two. Uh, having uh, uh, rewatched it. Um, b- uh, before Endgame is that it's it's much more Marvel episodic, and I was not ready for that back in 2010 as the third film in a franchise. But watching it back now, it just plays so well in that binge format. It's so good. Two but Iron Man ha- Two. Yeah, Iron Man Two plays better now, having like just kind of gotten used to the Marvel format of being episodic. Yeah, I there guess. are films that work because you're just like, okay, it's just episodic, fine, whatever. Age of Ultron's one of those as well. Not so good when you watch it, but playing it back in binge form, it's like, okay, good, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but I'm gonna say, in just that same way, John Travolta's hair in The Forger reminds me of Iron Man Two. Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. I remember his hair in The Forger. Oh, it's like uh, swept back. It's very nothing, not too special. But if I'm not mistaken, the forger has the um, has the little tiny chin goatee in in that one. The really little shitty chin goatee. It's got a little bit of gray on it that matches the little gray streaks in his hair. So that's interesting. We both have done now Tony Stark's John Travolta hairstyle with black with gray streaking of some sort. Yeah. Well, it's easy right now because we're just doing one person. We're comparing like the lead. But it's going to oh, get tricky. Don't you worry. I have my ensembles ready to go. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, okay, so let's move on to Thor. And I'm going to say Grease because Grease is possibly best Travolta hair. And Chris Hemsworth's uncut hair was probably best MCU like hair in terms of hair thickness, hair strand count, and hair luster. Oh, see, I disagree. I, I have to say that the best John Travolta hair to most represent the incredible Shakespearean depth of Kenneth Branagh's Thor. Chris Hemsworth's large dicked, fucking overconfident fucking uh, uh, sensibilities that he brought to Thor. This brash man with this fucking bleach blonde beard and bleach blonde eyebrows and gorgeous bleach blonde hair. I would have to say life on the line. What? Why? <laughs> Life on the line. Travolta has big, big ass hair, huge sideburns, and a gorgeous, gorgeous, huge okay, beard, beard goatee beard. that's just so thick, so full. And you know, he acts with it. We've seen him. We've seen him in the trailer acting through this giant mound of fur on his face. And you know what else he has in common with Thor? Electricity. Oh shit! You did it. You that there. That's a very good pick. Oh, I think you won that one. What's what's the next movie? 
Oh, yeah. After that's Captain America, First Avenger. Captain America, First Avenger. I'm going to say, look who's talking to. <laughs> look who's talking to? You know he's in three as well. Uh, Yes, but two is spelled with T-O-O. Is he, is he in look who's talking three? Uh, yeah, he's in one, two, and three. Uh, uh, three, though, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's spent mostly like they're trapped in a cabin in the snow and he can't get to them because he's busy flying his plane because he's a pilot. Oh, look who's talking now is the third one. That's it, or that may be right. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but uh, look, you talk. Look who's talking, and look who's talking too. Uh, is is amazing, and John Travolta's hair is good in that. I don't know if that's Captain America, First Avenger, especially because First Avenger has like a really clean cut, like uh, uh, hairstyle. Um, it's not my best pick. I I I, I kind of regret it already. Hmm. I wonder. I should have said staying alive, but I'll use that for another one. I was thinking staying alive. Actually. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like that goes well. But that's with, not right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like staying alive goes well with uh, Star Lord. So we got. I got to keep that one. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with. The I know. I too. know. I know. What's Captain America? Oh really? Oh no! No, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Why? Never mind. Why? Because it's for another one. Yeah, it's totally better for another one. Okay. Um. Okay. Here's my Captain America one. Captain America. Is the most American thing, right? Yeah. Right? He's he is named Captain America. So the John Travolta hair that can possibly best represent America, the yeah. American spirit, yeah. is speed kills. Okay, that because that's just American made with boats. Because it's American made, redone as a John Travolta story, similar to the, I guess, uh, Miami Vice, but it's based on a true story. But it's a lesser uh, quality film than probably I'm guessing then American made, which is a great movie done by Doug Lamont and Tom Cruise. Can I change mine? Sure. I want to, I, I want first Avenger to be primary colors because he's playing an American president. Well, president. Oh American. shit. See, I have primary colors somewhere else. Okay. Moving on to the first big team up. Oh, this is a big one. I already have this one locked and loaded. So do I. I I'm wondering if we'll pick the same one. The Avengers proved that all of this was possible. All of this was not just a theory that it could really work. And uh, I'm going to also uh, go with a hairstyle that proved a theory could really work. And that is a villainous John Travolta. The first time we saw it, Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow? Yeah, because that was a proof of concept that like laid the pathway what? for like bringing it all together. Oh, I like your argument. I will use the exact same argument you just said, but say something different at the end. Okay. I would simply say Pulp Fiction. Okay. That, that's 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 got to be for a big one. You know, there's, yeah, there's some John Travolta that got to go for big ones. This was his comeback. Yeah. This was the proof in the purchase. This was proof of life. We knew he was alive still, and he was still kicking, and he brought out – the greatest haircut. He brought out Vincent Vega, Vincent Vega. And we now have everything from John Travolta because of Pulp Fiction and that hair. It was not just his acting or his amazing, you know, uh, rapport with Uma Thurman or shoving an adrenaline needle into her chest. No, it was the hair. He pulled it off. He pulled off slicked back, beautiful black gorgeous hair that might have still been his real hair too we don't know it oh it was his real hair maybe and i think it's a pretty big maybe nolan has mentioned this in the podcast in the past you know god rest his soul he has said that it ruined his hair it is what may have officially made him bald was 
when he went and did the whole Pulp Fiction hair job. Maybe. And he's got gorgeous sideburns. I was going to say with gorgeous sideburns. See, that's, that's, I need the sideburns for somebody who has great sideburns. Well, the sideburns represents the, the, the friendship and the structure that the Avengers have when they assemble together. Thank God there's far more than 22 John Travolta movies. <laughs> Thank God. It's like 50. All right. Uh, after So after Avengers, of course, we went back to a solo movie, finishing up Iron Man, the last Iron Man, Iron Man 3. And uh, I'm going to go with Look Who's Talking Now. Look Who's Talking does not belong on this list. It's the third movie in a trilogy. And the last Look Who's Talking, I think maybe there might have been a fourth one, but John Travolta wasn't in it. Okay, well, here's my choice. Iron Man 3, it, the point of Iron Man 3 is it's very it's very specific, okay? It is Tony Stark stripped, stripped clean of all of his billions. Oh, yeah. And a working suit, and he has to do this movie almost entirely as Tony Stark. It's with the alone, aid yeah. of his prototype mark fucking i don't know 43 or something like that suit oh it's mark 11 i think no okay so it was i was almost i was almost right phil because actually uh mark 42 was not okay. 43 okay. um so no my choice because tony is stripped clean and completely lacking of all of his resources in the film so is john travolta in this movie and this is also the first time john travolta shows us his real hair after he's lost it all. Oh. This is from Paris with love. Do you know the stripped clean thing? I see. Like you're like like okay. I get it. I get it. I like that. I like that. That's good. You're winning these. <laughs> Shit, I'm, I'm, I'm making this all up as I go. So am I. <laughs> I, I, I. And I don't even know the MCU as well as you do, because um, I had to look up which was next: Thor: Dark World or Winter Soldier. I couldn't remember which came out. Thor: The Dark World. I didn't see <clears throat> Thor is Thor. The Ant Thor Dark World, the Ant-Mans, and Captain Marvel are the, the four films I have not seen in theaters. Wow, okay. And I have seen them all in theaters, and I will always see them all in theaters. I know. If Kevin and Feige produced a, a, an MCU movie called Ballard Sucks, <laughs> you'd still you'd pay $17 yeah. to see it in theaters. <laughs> the whole movie's testimonials from, like, Captain America and, like, Iron Man about how I suck. <laughs> and I'm like, this is solid entertainment. Scarlett Johansson's like, I've never met Ballard. I don't even know who he is, but I hear he sucks. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. I hate him. No, Kevin Feige is amazing. He's he's definitely got a very, he's a high IQ individual. Next up is Thor The Dark World. And for yes. that, I'm going to use Domestic Disturbance, the movie in which Vince Vaughn beats up his wife and John Travolta has to uh, fight them. I may be wrong. Vince Vaughn may be the hero and John Travolta may be the villain. I don't know. I, I don't remember this movie at all, to be honest. I don't remember. Yeah, I have no idea what this movie is. Okay, no, yeah, John Travolta is the abusive ex-husband, and Vince Vaughn is the new, like, good guy. So that works even better for Thor Dark World. Thor the Dark World is kind of just a miss. It's just a big miss. Yeah. And I want to just kind of go with a, a John Travolta hairstyle that's just also a big miss. Th it's just a big Thor, miss. Thor gets his hand cut off. Nah, no, he didn't. Loki died. No, no, he no, didn't. didn't. <laughs> yeah, everything that happens in that movie, no, it didn't. Except um, Thor's mob dying, which well, I didn't did. even re fucking remember until it was mentioned in Infinity War. Right. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember when it, when they killed Frigga. 
But um, uh, so Thor: The Dark World, like I said, being a huge miss. John Travolta's hairstyle is a huge miss in this movie. It is killing season. This is a chin strap beard with a black paint for sh I don't know what they call it, shorn shaved almost the way down, but it's just the thickest, blackest paint receding hairline. It's horrible. It's disgusting. It looks bad. It's a joke. It's sad that even Robert De Niro's in the film, but John Travolta is top build. So that says a lot about Robert De Niro these days, man. It's really sad. All right. You've already teased this one. Captain America, Winter Soldier. I'll go first. Please do. That is, that is my primary colors. Because it's a political movie. thriller. It's not a yes. thriller, though. Primary no, colors Primary is Colors a, isn't a political thriller. It's a political comedy. But it's a political film, and Captain America the Winter Soldier is a political thriller. I'm going with a legal thriller. And actually, a, just like Captain oh, America Winter Soldier is a really good movie. Yeah. But it deals with legality to a certain degree. Civil what action? Is, yeah, a civil action, which I actually think is a really good movie. It is a great movie. It's really good. And it's really well done, and it's a true story. And it's great John Travolta hair. He's just graying a little bit at that point. I have to look this hair up. I need to actually look up Widow's uh, Peak is hair. full, which is significant because he's got the fullest Widow's Peak I can think of in that movie. And Captain America is elevated by the inclusion of Black Widow. Wait, how does that? Oh, Widow's Peak. Oh, nice. Black hair. Very good. Yeah. Very, well, you win that one for sure, Phil. Okay. You know, that might be his real hair. It looks thin. His scalp is... You can see his scalp. This might be some of the last real Travolta hair. Yeah, it's... uh, He's fading in the in the Widow's Peak. Yeah. He's fading in there for sure. That's a great movie. Cool Boy Nation. See Civil Action for sure. Yeah. Also, I think Winter Soldier is the first movie you can tell that uh, Chris Evans was losing his hair. And it's been a wig since that movie. Uh, it's been a wig since, uh, I think, Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. I, I think his hairlines receded to the point where they always gave Captain America a wig. Chris Evans is a loser. Um, and even uh, Chris Pratt has, uh, they do the comb, the combing over to kind of hide his uh, receding hairline. Yeah, no, I know about Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt has, like, basically the same hairline I do, where you just fucking do this. See? See, look, I have a full head of hair right now, right? But if you do that, no, I know. Yeah, uh, yep. it's not really. Yep. Yeah, he does. Yeah, exactly. He does that. They do that for Star Lord. Yeah. Uh, but they don't do that for a lot of other Chris Pratt films because his hairline's very sexy. It's a it's a gorgeous receding hairline. No, he he, does, he looks good. We'll we'll get to him uh, actually right now because the next movie is the Guardians of the Galaxy. This is a big one, and uh, I'll go with this one since he went first last time. I, obviously, for the the really good MCU movies, I feel like we got to use the really good John Travolta movies with the really good John Travolta hair. Uh, and of course, Guardians is all about criminals doing good stuff. So I feel like I also have to pick a criminal, a slightly criminal John Travolta here. Oh, I'm going with Get oh. Shorty. Wow, good call, nice. Get Shorty is Very also about nice. quirky individuals interacting, but with the guy with the best hair is still the main character, same as Guardians of the Galaxy. Very similar type of tone in filmmaking and uh, and, yeah. and storyline structuring. Well, because sure. Barry Sonnenfeld yeah. made Men in Black, and I feel like without Men in Black, Men in Black kind of influenced James Gunn to a certain degree. Yeah, I, uh, that's great. Um, I was going to go with a different film. Yeah. I was going to go with a movie called Battlefield Earth because this is the <laughs> first time we have left Earth in the MCU and we're going into space, and we might as well take John Travolta there with us and bring him back as an alien 
from the planet of I don't know Zenithu. I don't know. I honestly don't know any of the folklore between uh, of Battlefield Earth. I have seen it. Cyclo is, is, the, is the cyclo rats. and the aliens are called cyclos because it sounds That's like it. psychos. Yeah, it, it's funny that you said that because I was actually going to use. I'll, I'll go next. Uh, use a uh, Battlefield Earth. Uh, the worst, probably the worst movie John Travolta has been in, but the most ostentatious hair. So there's good and bad. Uh, I'm going to go. Yeah. Battlefield Earth for uh, Age of Ultron. I think Age of Ultron nice. is a fucking mess of a movie. I really do. I think it's as bad as Iron Man 2. Um, I definitely, I, oh, uh, there are a few Marvel films that are like in the, in the, in the very bottom, uh, age of Ultron is not the very bottom for me, but it's not no, the yeah. best. It's definitely not the best. And it's not, I, yeah, it's, it has nostalgia. That's about it. Um, for me. And that holds it high. I like that. There's great sequences in nostalgia it. For 2015? It's fun. <laughs> no, just like, you know, it's nostalgia for the characters. I like, the, I, okay. I was watching age of Ultron. In the theaters, my wife's next to me, and there's the scene where Tony is hitting a fucking Ultron with a repulsor ray. You had Thor hitting Ultron with the lightning from Mjolnir, and you had Vision blasting Ultron with the laser out, the Mind Stone out of his head. And I was just watching that scene and just blown away, and I literally look at her and I go, I never thought I would see a shot like that on a big screen. I never thought I would see a comic book panel as ridiculous as Iron Man, Thor, and Vision shooting Ultron all at the same time. And boom, there it is on the fucking big screen. So for me, Age of Ultron is not a great movie. It's not a good movie, but it has some incredible moments in it. I love it in binge mode. That being said, um, I have no fucking clue really what <laughs> John Travolta hair. hair to use for this. <laughs> like that you had to bring it back in the end. You got you got to pick one, man. You, you that's that's why when I can't come up with anyone, it's a, it's a Oh, I got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Okay. So this is a John Travolta hairstyle that is amazing and horrible at the same exact time. Just like Age of Ultron is for me. I am Wrath is a great wig, but a bad because of it's so bad, it's great. Like Age of Ultron. I don't see it. I Am Wrath yeah, is okay, so bad of a movie, it's great. Like Age of Ultron. You know what bothers me about Age of Ultron is that Chinese woman who's in there because they were trying to like... Korean. Shoo no, she's Chinese, right? I thought she was Korean. I have to imagine she's Chinese because they're trying to... Well, she's Korean in the movie. Shoo oh, really? Okay. Well, maybe yeah. she's a Chinese star. Because they're, they're always Korean. trying to throw in like random ass Chinese stars. In oh, yeah. Movies. Iron Man 3 has random, has literally ran, the two of the largest actors in the whole world, Fan Bing Bing, and I can't remember the other guy's name, and they these guys are huge in China, they're, and therefore they could be the biggest actors in the whole world. And like they're just in Iron Man 3 because it's just like, hey. In fact, Iron Man 3 had extra scenes cut and put in it for the Chinese release that yeah. had those actors in more roles just for the Chinese release because they wanted to give Chinese audiences a little something special. Yeah, there's a Chinese milk ad, I think, that's also in there, too. Let's move on <laughs> to a movie that was almost directed by Edgar Wright, almost directed by Adam McKay, and then finally directed by some guy? Peyton, Peyton Reed, Reed, the director Peyton of Bring Reed. It On. Uh, yeah, Ant-Man, starring... Clueless guy. The guy from Clueless. Hey, Ant-Man is not a bad movie. It's not a great movie. It's kind of in the vein of Age of Ultron. Wouldn't I say it was a bad movie? 
Well, you're kind of playing it that way with like a clueless guy. <laughs> the guy from Clueless. <laughs> um, yes, Paul Rudd. Actually, I think Paul Rudd is the best thing about Ant-Man. I also think Paul Rudd is the one person who stands out in the MCU as like, that's that's Paul Rudd. He is, he is. Every time he's on the TV, I'm just watching him and I'm like, it's Paul Rudd. Anytime I watch him on the internet, it's like, that's Paul Rudd. Anytime I see him in the big screen, it's Paul Rudd. It's weird to me that we've, because I, 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 I've seen every episode of Parks and Rec. I'm a pretty big fan. I have no problem accepting Chris Pratt as this completely different guy, Star-Lord. Yeah, well, you only know him there unless you saw him in whatever it was, Gilmore Girls, or the fuck he was in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he was, that's what he was known for. for. And, um, and yet, when I see Paul Rudd, I just see Paul Rudd plays like either himself or like himself playing a guy who's basically a Paul Rudd character in almost mm-hmm. everything. It's just like he, he stands out to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Boy in the Bubble. Because of the sciency elements and the fact that the bubble that has mm. to protect him from uh, the the viruses and bacteria of the world, Don Travolta's hair has to protect his hair. Uh, also, kind of plays into the shrinking down science. Ant Man reminds me of Fantastic Voyage. Fantastic Voyage makes me think of Boy in the Bubble. So I don't know. I have no clue. Um, this is a tough one. Hmm. And Wasp yeah. is going to be even harder, so. Ant-Man. What's Ant- Look who's talking. You said they didn't belong in this list. Yeah, but I think it's Ant-Man. I think it is Ant-Man. I think I think, I think think Ant-Man's Look Who's Talking, and I think it's obvious what uh, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be. Actually, they could have. You could have gone with Domestic Disturbance for that one because Ant-Man, the original Ant-Man, is, of course, best known for beating his wife. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's true. Well, Hank Pym was yeah. Hank Pym was a rough lover. Wasp? I don't remember. Like, did they ever have him go crazy because of the Pym particles and hit Michelle Pfeiffer? No, 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 no. But they, but they've definitely had him like just in generally like kind of uh, aggro at times in the movies. Um, I, you know, I, I say this is why I pick Luke who's talking because. It's not that special of a hair. It's pretty funny of a movie. <laughs> and uh, and Ant-Man is really kind of like... I, all, most Marvel films are funny now, especially after uh, the Avengers. Obviously, Iron Man was the beginning. It was funny. And Thor has some funny moments. And Iron Man 2 has some funny moments. And you know, so on and so on. But the Avengers really made it funny funny. And then they kind of really pushed the funny funny throughout a lot of the movies from that point on. Sometimes organically, sometimes not so organically. Thor: The Dark World's really funny. It actually is really funny. It's it tries it's unorganically. To be funny. I think it's really funny, but it's or- unorganically funny because it's not the right tone for that movie to all of a sudden be cracking jokes in the third act when he should be like worrying about the whole like everything being destroyed because of the the reality gems doing the whatever that is with the ether and all that shit. I, but that I, being said, Kat Dennings is funny, I guess. Yes, she's funny in it, Ant- but Ant Man. Seems to be to me the first time they were just like, here's a comedy. Yeah, it's a heist film, quote unquote, but it's a comedy. This I, is a I comedy. I comedy in it. Michael Pena in particular bothers me. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of Ant-Man. I enjoy it visually. I enjoy it for the story uh, that it is as an episode in Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. But, I, I mean, as its own movie, it's kind of just a little ho-hummish. So, that being said, look who's talking. Okay. Well, with that, we leave phase two and slide our dicks into phase three. Ooh. And I have to scroll down because I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, 
So this one's pretty obvious to me. You got the two biggest guys in the MCU, the two most important characters facing off <gasps> against yes. each other yes. for the first time. Yes. That one's very obvious. So That's very obvious. Face off for sure that's mine too yeah that's that one's that one like because that's that's the only movie in which it's about two characters two singular characters clashing oh for sure yes uh no question that is absolutely and it's it's similar in plot too. civil war fixed previous movies also that's why i kind of give it credit for because like i i didn't vision was fucking awful in age of ultron i didn't know what the fuck of vision was i didn't know what his powers were or what his purpose was being in this fucking universe and then when he's just like awkward ass paul bettany like walking through walls and, and trying to like be normal like i liked him in civil war and i like i said i didn't like i think paul rudd stuck out in ant-man but at least he he felt like natural in civil war because he was like no that's me I felt like uh, Paul Rudd stood out more in Civil War than he did in Ant-Man. Oh, I, 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 when it's like halfway through the movie, all of a sudden it's like, here's Paul Rudd in a van. And you're like, what's Paul Rudd doing in a van? He's only on camera for that one shot. And then, of course, when he opens his fucking mask and the rest of the time, it's just voiceover. I'm sure he was mostly CG. Uh, no, I bet they put him there on set without the, you know, I think the mask is entirely digital. I like how excited he is to fucking meet in touch. Chris, uh, uh, I was going to say Chris Evans, but Chris Evans, really, he's excited to be touching Chris Evans. He is. And, and Captain America. Yeah. I believe this is yours. Captain I like that read. I like, I like how he like excited he is just to be a part of it all. Uh, yeah. Face off. Very good. Very good choice. Falcon. I totally agree. Ding, 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 a ling. Okay, we move on to Doctor Strange. See, for me, I I had to think about Doctor Strange really hard and 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 really long, and and it took me days to come <laughs> up with this one. And I finally decided that Doctor Strange, in general as a film, is about New York and a New York uh, a New York hustler essentially. He's a doctor or whatever, yeah. But he's essentially a hustler in the city, and he has now magic skills to pay the bills and bills is a big deal. And on top of all of this, I thought to myself, what is Dr. Strange represent in the MCU that no other MCU film can really represent? And that's the time stone. Oh. And I thought about a movie in which John Travolta travels eight, many decades. And so we get a time travel with him essentially. And that is the movie Gaudy. Oh, okay. Bounces in and out of different time periods, and we see young Gotti, old Gotti, really old Gotti, dead Gotti, just like we see the Ancient One as she's dying, and we see the spectral form of Doctor Strange in the Ancient One, and just as we see New York, and we see Doctor Strange use the Time Stone, I'm going to say John Travolta's hair and changing hair in Gotti represents Doctor Strange to me. That's interesting. You went with time. That's a good pick. Uh, it'd be better if John Gotti had the ability to actually travel through time or, or manipulate it. Um, yeah. I don't think he does, but I haven't seen the movie yet, directed by E, e. from <laughs> Entourage. Uh, but I'm going to, like, when I think of Doctor Strange, I think of it introducing 
genuine magic into the MCU. Now, of course, Thor had magic, Dark World had magic, but we're just going with the idea that that's not real magic. When Loki uses what's obviously magic, that was just fucking advanced technology or whatever. Uh, but Doctor Strange is the one that actually introduces like a new concept. It also opens up weirder questions. I often wonder, for example, if if a Christian or Judeo-Christian or even Earth-based concept of God could possibly exist in the uh, because no, I had him later. Okay, because because how could there like how could there be fucking spells that are just programs altering the actual nature of the world without some kind of religion also being associated with it? But obviously, of course, in Infinity War, it's even implied very briefly in a line that I think is in there to kind of make fun of the fact that Chris Pratt's an evangelical Christian is, is the whole, uh, what am I supposed to say? Jesus. And that's the line that makes Tony Stark go, you're from earth because only earth knows about Jesus, but wouldn't every fucking wouldn't aliens have their own Jesus? You know, how does that work? So if there's magic in the world and there's magic in John Travolta's hair, I'm going to tie it to him doing Christian magic. So I'm going with the movie in which he played an angel, angelic hair. I'm going with Michael. Oh, okay. I have Michael for later. Did you? Did you? When, when you said, "Oh, oh," did you know I was going with Michael? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, followed, I followed you immediately once you started dabbling in the religious, you know, concepts. Yeah, that's very good. That actually, because um, like, my, it's fucking weird my, that like Marvel has its own fucking religion in the comics, like. The idea you do that, know like, that they're that that they have mentioned God literally like other times in the MCU. They've mentioned the fact that um, Steve Rogers believes in a single God. Yes, but that's it. But there's also fucking there's a there's Satan's a character in the MCU who Ghost Rider deals with on a regular basis. If that exists, and also Thor is a fucking literal God that people used to believe in. Yeah, it's like so. I feel like Doctor Strange is the one that really bring goes into the fucking mystical, and mystical is just another way of saying spiritual, which is another way of saying religion. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't think that Doctor Strange lines up at all with Judeo-Christian, but I definitely understand your connection. <laughs> no, but it, uh, Eastern, it, it does deal heavily in Eastern, uh, Eastern, Eastern mysticism. Sure, yeah. yeah, very yeah, definitely. Steep oh, for sure. Well, if not necessarily the MCU version, Doctor Strange definitely did. Remember the plot of Michael is about, I think, John not John Hurt. William Hurt's like the skeptic who's like, this guy's not an angel. I don't believe in fucking spiritualism and mysticism. And yeah. of course, Doctor Strange begins with the guy going, I don't believe in spiritualism. And Isn't he a journalist? He's like a journalist. traveling yeah, for yeah. a story? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's all about, you know, and then he, you know, you meet a real one and it's not exactly what you thought it was going to be, but it's real still. Yeah, I, I think that's very good. I think that's right on the money. It's better than gaudy. I'll say that. That's for sure. I actually like Doctor Strange. I think it's like it's it feels weird to have such a self-contained movie at that point in the MCU, but I think it's good. Um, it's definitely not uh, one of my favorites. It's def I uh, watching it back. I've not as enjoyed it as much as I did when I saw it in theaters. Hmm. OK, well, next is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, so this is a hard one. Um, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's a nothing movie. It's 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 not a it's not horrible. I actually enjoy Captain Marvel more than it. Um, it's definitely the best of some of the uh, the lower end of Marvel. I would say on the low end of the spectrum, on the below average films, I would say it's the best probably of the below average films. If I can, you know, 
I don't know what that would be though. Uh, for John Travolta, honestly, I'm going to, well, it's all about fathers and sons. So I'm going to go with the first look who's talking. Yeah. I don't think it's look who's talking, but maybe sure. I guess. Yeah. It's funny. Okay. I already used mine. I, I'm not going to go with that, but I get, I get that. For but you sure. have three look who's talking to go through. <laughs> I already have my look who's talking's lined up. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with look who's talking. God damn, I have no idea. Oh, oh, I know, I know. What was the uh, the movie in which uh, Travolta had the kid? Oh, wait, that was The Forger. Never mind. I yes, it is. It. <laughs> he is damn The it. Forger for Iron Man 2, I believe. We probably should be keeping track of these. We, it, when we go back, we might find that one of us used more than one is the same thing. I don't think oh, no, I have. we haven't. We haven't yet. Not yet. I don't think Not so. Not yet. So would, would you pick The Forger? We're still... We're still good. I'm going with look who's talking the original. I, I, I Guardians two is just it's too awkward. I think somebody fi- meeting his dad and then killing his dad is weird for a lighthearted fun romp of a movie. Yeah. Even though there may or may not be a franchise in which a guy meets his dad and then has to try and kill his dad. But he doesn't succeed. His dad dies throwing a guy down a hole. And then he dies on a ramp up to a smaller spaceship. I have I I literally cannot think of a single John Travolta hair that works for Guardians of the Galaxy. I know it's two. tough. It's really tough. I'm going to go with Bolt. Is his hair in that movie? That's animated. That's an animated movie where he plays a dog. Okay. That's the I'm best thing sure I can come even, up I'm with. I'm not sure that would even qualify as acceptable. It doesn't. It doesn't pass. even use Roger Volta's hair. All right, pass is fine. General's daughter, Carrie. No, no. Carrie is my pick for our next movie. Spider-Man Homecoming. It's high school. It's fucking oh, yes. Homecoming. Prom. I agree. Ding, ding, ding. Fucking finding out you have powers and they're awkward. Granted, that doesn't happen in Spider-Man Homecoming. It's just something I associate with Spider-Man movies. The puberty thing where, oh, shit, I'm finding out I have powers. By the way, finally watched Into the Spider-Verse. Probably one of the most overrated movies I've ever <gasps> fucking seen. Wow. Good. Wow. Very good. Wow. But Jesus Christ, is that, that movie not the second coming or nothing? Uh, it's not the second coming. I, anybody said that overhyped it. But, like, it is amazing. I love it. I, I gave it five out of five boys. I was very happy with Spider-Verse. Um, but that being said, Carrie is perfect Travolta hair for Spider-Man Homecoming. It is high school. It is high school hair. It is exactly all of the puberty metaphors and Spider-Man absolutely transverse perfectly into Carrie. Okay. That is what Carrie is about. Wait, so we're both saying Carrie? We're both saying Carrie. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 bitch. Ding, ding, ding. I got to, okay. I don't know what I'm Thor Ragnarok is next. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry, I'm thinking about hair. Oh, oh, really? Oh, see. This one's tough for me. Do you have an easy I, one? I know the hair for this one. Okay. It's all you. My hair is all ready to go for this one. So there's a big thing that happens with Thor Ragnarok. A huge thing that happens with Thor Ragnarok. Are you thinking that what I'm thinking, Felk? It probably you are. You are too, Cool Boy Nation. You probably are as well. Everyone, you're probably thinking, it's Mjolnir dying, right? Mjolnir being destroyed by Hela. No. Mm. It is Thor's beautiful Goldilocks being shaved off. Yeah. 
And because of that, I have to go the opposite direction with my representation. And I'm going to go with the John Travolta that represents the best in his locks and his beautiful raven nest of hair. I'm going with Michael because I'm not basing it off the fact that, you know, Michael, it has to do with magic. No, I'm basing it off the fact that this is John Travolta's best hair, his most godly hair, his most angelic hair. And what is more angelic and godly than Chris Hemsworth? Nothing is. And that's why he's Thor. And that's why I chose Michael, because that's my favorite favorite John Travolta hair of all time. I'm trying to still think of what the fuck movie, because yeah, I can't use Michael, obviously. Uh, although that, that does work, because, um, I mean, they even fucking refer to uh, Thor in, in the next movie as a pirate angel. So why not? How, you know, he's angelic, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go with the Punisher. <laughs> I, do, because, I don't remember no, his hair. I'm going to go with Be Cool. Because Be Cool is also, because I gave Get Shorty to Guardians, and I feel like Be Cool is not as funny as Get Shorty and it's a sequel to it. And I feel like uh, Thor Ragnarok is the slightly less funny, although still very good, just less comedic you know, as a whole version. And nah, maybe The Punisher is better. No, I'll go with Be Cool. Fuck it. Wait. <laughs> well, we've only got four be... left, and I feel it's weird to not say The Punisher because The Punisher is the only fucking Marvel movie with John Travolta in it. It is, but it's like Lionsgate Marvel, which was like a, re a weird genre in the Marvel world. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Punisher's hair. I got to look it up. Hang on. It's very similar to the swordfish hair, I think. It's slicked back, definitely. He's a villain. Wait, are you saying Travolta and Punisher or Be Cool? I'll go with Punisher because I feel like Thor Ragnarok is the most Marvel of the Marvel movies. That's like the one where they had just figured out how to just be a Marvel movie. I think that was Avengers of anything, honestly. Yeah, Avengers had, had a lot of teething processes. All the costumes look terrible. Some of the humor was out of place. It does. Oh, my God. That's the worst part about the Avengers is the costume. The design is horrible there. Yeah. That's like one of the worst parts about it, for sure. With Ragnarok, um, they just knew how to be a comic book movie. And you know what? A comic book movie, one comic book movie that does not know how to be a fucking comic book movie is The Punisher. Starring John Okay, Travolta. well, here's the truth. Uh, be Cool and The Punisher is practically the exact same hairstyle. It's cool. <laughs> slightly shorter. It's slightly shorter. I'm looking at him right now. It's just very slightly shorter. Yeah. Whatever. You know. All right, be cool it is. Moving on to the next Marvel film. Yeah, so this one's an interesting one. Which one are you going with? I'm going to see if you can go first on this one. This is Black Panther. To me, this is an easy, very obvious one of a movie that I can't believe exists. But what? We, I'm going to go with 1995's White Man's Burden. <laughs> Wait, what? What was his hair for that? I got to look it up. It's it's well, he's he's playing working class poor person. Do you remember? You know the plot of White Man's Burden is no. White Man's Burden was a movie made in 1995 starring John Travolta, and I thought oh my god, in which it takes place in an is alternate it bleached? America where blacks are the rich people, 
and white people are blacks or white black people and whites are black people. And they just so like inner cities are inhabited by white people and black and, and John Travolta is playing a white Harry Belafonte and he gets accused of a crime he didn't commit, puts him in, in conflict with, I think, a police Harry Belafonte is, I think, a police officer. I don't remember. I, I, I saw it on VHS and think it's one of the worst movies and most tone deaf racially uh movies there that's ever been made and yet uh and yet uh black panther is not that much better <laughs> i'm just kidding i think black panther is a good movie I, I just don't uh black panther is five out of five boys for me but this is white man's burden description by the way as google puts it in an alternate universe successful african-americans live in gated communities <laughs> while impoverished caucasians populate crime-ridden inner city ghettos when African-American mogul Thaddeus Thomas, played by Harry Belafonte, wrongly accuses Caucasian Louis Pinnock, John Travolta, of being a peeping Tom, Pinnock loses his job and watches as his family falls apart. In a desperate attempt to repair his life, Pinnock takes Thomas hostage and demands reinstatement at the factory where he once worked. So it's a race-based alternate history, just like... The existence of Wakanda is a, a, a racially motivated alternate fucking his, history for Africa. There's, there's a secret African country that's everything's all the black people are super rich in. And it's the same thing. It's like it's another alternate history telling racial parallels. Uh, and his hair is like bleached blonde. Yeah, it's like bleached. Yeah, it's short. It's short. It's really it's cut very racistly. And I don't think his bleached. character is supposed to be racist because his character is the minority in that movie. Okay, so first of all, so we're clear here. Harry Belafonte this movie is the racist. Was, he, well, no, but it's, it has like a very racisty haircut, like undertone to it. Um, this movie was directed by Desmond Nakano. He is a third generation Japanese American. Okay. And he's only directed two movies. His first being White Man's Burden, and then he took twelve years off. I wonder why. Maybe because it was not a well received concept. And then he finally made American Pastime. This appears to be about Asian people. Yes. Well, American Pastime, Felk, is the dramatic impact of World <laughs> War II had on the home front as U.S. Japanese families were uprooted from their daily lives and placed in internment camps in western states in the early 1940s, uh. which is very slightly hinted at in Captain America, the first Avenger, when the, uh, um, the Japanese guy goes, I'm from Fresno, Ace. To uh, I think Dum Dum Duggan. You know there were there were rich black people in 1995. A lot of them. I don't. Oh yeah, to, uh, Will Smith a had a whole movie. show called Fresh Prince of Bel Air that was about it. Is is Oprah a white woman? And then that's weird in this world. I don't know. I kind of want to watch this movie now that it's because it, I like. I, I, I only put, you know, I haven't thought about it until I was scanning down John Travolta's list of movies to see, like, what movie would I pair up with Black Panther, which I'm doing while you're, you know, completing your last thought of whatever the last uh, movie we were on at that point, which would have been, of course, Thor something. So, uh, yeah, that's the, that's my pick. What is your pick for Black Panther? I pick White Man's Burden as well. Okay. I, mean, I think that was a very good pick. I've never heard of this movie. I just learned about it right now, but I completely agree. You should watch the trailer for it. It's fucking, it, it's the most like, whoa, no, you can't do that. From the producers of Pulp Fiction comes one of the most powerful films of the year. Louis Pinnock is a hardworking man struggling to provide for his family. How's my baby girl? 
but the cards are stacked against him. I promise you, honey, it's going to be better. Barriers still exist. The next time you have something delivered here to the house, could you send someone other than the fellow you sent by today? But in this world, the roles are reversed. White people are genetically inferior. I can't keep you on anymore. Fire me? So when Lewis is unfairly fired from his job... Well, tell him that I, I just lost my job at the factory and I need to, I need to talk to him. It's important. I don't get involved in these matters. He decides to get even the only way he knows how. You know who I am. This is about. You straight this whole thing out. Now you want to help me. Now I got a gun. You got all the time in the world. Now put your head on the dash. HBO Home Video presents John Travolta and Harry Belafonte in White Man's Burden. Wow, that's incredibly uh, problematic sounding to me. Wow, what a trailer. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the Big Daddy. All right. We're, coming, we're almost done. We're almost fucking done. No one thought we could do this, but we did it. We did it. It is <laughs> Avengers Infant War. Infinity War. Oh, how this dare be, you? This should be the most John Travolta movie uh, I, juggling multiple storylines, juggling multiple hairstyles. You got great. Stop hair it! You're movie. wrong. I'm going with Pulp Fiction for this. You're one. wrong. I say Pulp Fiction for this one this whole time. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There actually is a clear winner here. Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah. It has to trading be the best paid. hair. Trading paid. <laughs> it has to be the best beard. It has to be the. Best hi, I'm Chaz Dean possible. Hi, I'm Chaz Dean. This is Trading Paint. John Travolta's hair in Trading Paint. Hi, I'm Chaz Dean is everything Infinity War could ever and would ever be. Infinity War is the best of the best, the cream of the crop, and the cream always rises to the top. I am telling you, Trading Paint has everything in the hair in the performance, in the Travolta, in the paint that you can get that makes it all around the best of the best. And that is why it is my Avengers Infinity War. I was saving Pulp Fiction this entire time for the, the, the most important one. And, and rightfully <laughs> so, I think, because it's got all these all these stories converging, all these plot lines, multiple characters. And this whole time, I love you, it. you were saving trading paint. I was saving trading paint. Um, yeah, I guess we can move on then. Uh, yeah, let's move on. To Ant-Man and the Wasp. And uh, I don't know, fuck it, trading paint for this one. <laughs> I'll use trading paint for Ant-Man and the Wasp. You should say that for Endgame then, at least. We don't. We can't do Endgame. We haven't seen it. This is the release movies. Dude, trust me, Endgame is going to be amazing. Um, I, I, oh, dude, I, okay, Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's easy. It's yeah. so easy. It's it's look who's talking to. Okay. It's the comedy the and it's the sequel. Yeah. It's the sequel. Ant Man the Wasp is uh the most so fucking average and forgettable movie. Yeah, and it's but you know what? It's a little bit better than Ant Man. And okay. and just like Look Who's Talking To, Look Who's Talking To is a little bit better than Look Who's Talking. I think it's worse than the first Ant Man. I like uh, Ant Man the Wasp a lot more, uh well, a little bit more than Ant Man. 
It but I like it more. So inconsequential you know, in a weird movie to release at that time. It does, and I think that's the reason why it was chosen because it was inconsequential because it didn't have such impact like Ant-Man had, or I'm sorry, like uh, Infinity War had. And then on top of that, I thought it was more cohesive um, in, in its voice, uh, unlike Ant-Man. Ant-Man felt like slightly Edgar Wright done by Peyton Reed. All right. And we finish it up with the last re- release movie. And this one, I'm going to have to wing a little bit because I haven't actually seen the movie, but I have seen interviews with the star. We're talking about Captain Marbles. And Brie Larson just seems like such a warm, likable, understanding, caring person who doesn't prejudge or judge people or talk down to people. She just seems <laughs> lovely. So I'm giving her... She's so lovely. What's she so lovely hair? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, you have to know the hair. The hair has to match. It's about the hair, not the movie. So lovely. John Travolta. I remember the song by Matthew Sweet. She's so high. She's so lovely. Robin Wright. Oh, that was right. That was when she was still Robin Wright fucking pen. Ugh. Gosh. She's so lovely. Uh, it's it's it, it's basically the exact same John Travolta hairstyle that he has in like fucking almost every single other movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like his '90s look, really. Huh. I, I, I'm I'm just going. I just picked it because of the joke of me saying Brie Larson seems so lovely, and in reality, Brie, Brie Larson seems like a horrible cunt who never shouldn't be uh, handed a movie franchise by anyone. And if she is, oh. they need to get a gag order against her to keep her fucking mouth shut. You know because. Uh, she told me not to see the movie, so I didn't fucking see the movie. <laughs> I don't really listen to that kind of that kind of stuff. But that being said, really, she did say she did say those things. If I say the only did. way I think I'm going to have to fi- I, I might finally because it'll probably still be in dollar theaters and I might just say fucking go see Captain Marvel right before uh, before in game. But like I, I was like, what movie could I watch to fucking um counterbalance seeing Captain Marvel. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking either buy on Amazon or, or buy on Blu-ray dragged across concrete because Mel Gibson seems like he would be the inverse of Brie Larson. You should just fucking smile and blow me. Oh my God. That, that, I mean, the, <sighs> you don't care. <laughs> The versatility of that alone. (laughs) But imagine if he said, what the fuck are you looking at, sugar tits? That would be be worth its weight in audio gold. (laughs) I love Mel Gibson's panting. You don't care. In terms of like, I won't go see that movie because of what that person said. I'm like, well, I'll go see a movie for somebody who said shit on the other side (laughs) of wrong. What do I think Brie Larson should do instead of fucking shooting her mouth off? She should just smile. <laughs> she should smile. Oh, my God. I'm going to go with, uh, you know what? I, I, I know what I'm going to do. I got it. My Captain Marvel hair. It's the most 90s hair. You've already mentioned it. Um, it's because it's the same hair he had throughout so many points in his career. He had the same hair in Get Shorty. He had this hair in Phenomenon. He had this hair in She's So Lovely. He had the hair in Face Off. He had the hair in Mad City. He had this hair in Civil Action. He had this hair in The General's Daughter. Uh, this is I'm going to pick it because it's not any of those. It's Broken Arrow. 
You didn't say Broken Arrow all, all this time? You have not said Broken Arrow? I have not Arrow? said Broken Arrow yet. And yeah. I, I, I'll pick it mostly because Broken Arrow has to deal with, uh, you know, U.S. Air Force and uh, and uh, 90s. I, I, I haven't <laughs> seen the movie, but I've read articles that there's a, there's a line where a guy actually says to fucking Carol Danvers, you know why it's called the cockpit, right? I'm like, yep. holy shit. That's what so, they, that's how that's what they think men are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So honestly, there are a few unfortunate points in the movie I really never want to get into, but like that's the one thing is like there are a few times in the movie where like Carol like remembers what it was like to be a, a you know a, a female pilot, and it's just like all the negative shit for the most part, and maybe that's what it is, and maybe that's what the reality was for her character, I guess. But uh, it does come off as like. Her character is very grounded in spite, and <laughs> of her character is—it is. It, it is. It really is. Her character is grounded in spite, and her character is very cold and unloving. Um, even when she's like with her friends, that she's—but it, it makes sense in the context of the movie why she's not love open to her friends. She opens up throughout the film, and she becomes more loving at, towards the characters in the end. But it is it's it is very much like a very cold character throughout the whole movie, and it yeah. plays. And as I mentioned, the spoiler cast, it might be who inherent who Brie Larson is, and that's why it works so well. I don't know. No, I'm saying like your your opinion of her character of Brie Larson as a human being works towards how she actually plays the character of Captain Marvel. Why would you want that as your hero? <laughs> well. It's a nice difference than like everyone being always the funny one in the room and everyone's a comedian and everyone's the fun because you can't only have so many Star Lords, Spider Man's, Tony Stark's. No, ScarJo all- ScarJo already did it fine. She handled that attitude perfectly, and we just needed another a, a, a knockoff Scarlett Johansson, a lesser Scarlett Johansson. I, no, I've see, said before I can I can name five girls at the top of my fucking head who could who who would be perfect. No, because see Marvel. what Carol Danvers brings isn't like is 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 the character of Carol Danvers brings the level of military like background and that and that military nature and that kind of operational feeling to it and and uh, and and she's that aspect of the group where she, where like Captain America is the only other version of that. And I think what the reality is, is he's going to be gone. So they need that. They need another character to be that. They need another soldier. They need, yeah, they need, but they need someone that feels like they're part of like, you know, the operation planning processes and all that stuff. By the way, I'm not actually saying to anyone out there that I, 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 I'm not saying that I'm angry or think it's stupid that Brie Larson doesn't smile. I, I, I'm saying that people who are saying that you can't say that that's kind of off-putting in a character who's supposed to be likable, you can't say, I'm criticizing people who say you can't say that without being misogynistic. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a movie starring four women. I'm saying that it's something wrong with the world in which you can't say that the Ghostbusters remake was a pathetic cash grab that they were trying to shield from any and all criticism by saying, oh, it's feminism, Men hate this because it's feminism. That's what mm-hmm. I'm criticizing. I'm criticizing those who try to silence differing opinions by saying you're just misogynist. That's not okay. And that is the entirety of Bree's in-person interviews uh, promoting this movie. It was just that she was very much acting as though like she's better than anyone who could possibly have a problem with her. 
You're right. No, I mean, that. I've heard these things, and I just don't give a shit, but I have heard these things. And and um and I don't mean like I don't give a shit like I'm holier than thou because I can I I don't mean it like that like I just I just I truly just don't give a shit like I'm gonna I, I'm gonna see Captain Marvel for whatever reasons I'm because I like Marvel but that being said um and I really don't give a fuck what she says or what she thinks I do understand what you're saying and I do agree with like your choices on that I yeah. don't think that you made any weird choices I think that's a smart thing to do I think standing up for that that she was a dickish thing and. Subtlety's lost, and that's the reality, right? Subtlety's lost now. People aren't willing to listen to to complex arguments. They they want to hear headline arguments and get it out as fast as you can. And if you can't, then too bad. And there's far too many times when I listen to us back and I hear me and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could have said that more eloquently, and I didn't, you know. And and it came off probably different than I intended, or it came off. Um, uh, not as well thought out as I intended. I don't think Brie Larson a regrets tonight. a single thing she said, though. <laughs> she, I know. She stands by I know. It. She's she's young. She'll figure things out and realize maybe that she shouldn't be so brash about a lot of that type of stuff. And I think it's that, the person. I think no. I think she just has a toxic personality, and there's no there's maybe. no fucking uh, uh, undoing it. It's like, and also like, just actually get into the political spectrum of it. Like, the days are fucking numbered. Uh, very attractive, attractive blonde white women's days of pretending to be not privileged as fuck is is mm -hmm. just teetering on the brink because like she was born rich in the fucking uh, Bay Area and, and has only been like trained for acting and it's like you are not uh, impoverished or or discriminated against in, in any fucking capacity and yet you know the victimhood status of, of brie larson is is pretty fucking laughable and uh i just like you know you look at the other fucking women in the mcu it's like how fucking like positive and and, and fun and, and and happy they seem to be that they've got this opportunity to be part of the mcu or even not just the mcu like what's the chick from uh deadpool 2 i think her name is zazzy beats yeah, zazzy beats or whatever she's yeah. like like She's so fucking positive throughout that movie. It's like a character trait, but like that carries over into her fucking interviews. She was just like, so like, I'm so happy to be in Deadpool. And it's just like, Bree's like, yeah, I'm Captain Marvel. What the fuck you want from me? It's like, mm -hmm. why, why, why did Disney make such a weird decision or, or rather bad decision? And, and I guess it's just because of room. There, there was an Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. She won an Oscar and it was getting an Oscar winner and it's a good movie. I liked it. Um, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I totally, I totally I understand your your protest, especially to watch it. I'd rather fucking and I think, bald, one arm Charlie's Theron than fucking full flowing hair. I love, I honestly love Furiosa. I think Furiosa's fucking hot as hell. Yeah, it's it, she's a great character. I love her. I love her like I love Ripley. I love her like I love fucking uh, Sarah Connor. She's in the league of those characters, absolutely. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, and, and you know, in 30 years, we'll be talking about her the same in the same. Uh, and what okay. year did she come out? What year did that come out? Charlie's Theron? No, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. 2015. Exactly. Think about that. Fucking 2015. How crazy. That, and I just compared it to movies from fucking 1986 and 1984. Well, or more yeah, likely 1982. That's, that's a fucking... That's, 1991. That's, that, 1993. Fury Road is a fucking outlier. It's, it's a movie from another time because it was directed by a 73-year-old man who, you know, just didn't learn the way movies are made now. Um, 
there's a fucking yeah. Twitter I, I follow that uh, is just like before and after special effects Twitter. And it's just, you know, it's basically just green screen or absolutely nothing but like a shot of Robert Downey Jr. standing there in a fucking gray suit. And then the, the after of everything is completely CG one after another. It's just like, here's what it really, here's the raw footage of just a guy standing in front of a green screen, wearing a fucking mocap suit one after the other. And then it does the fury road where it's just like, Oh, they color corrected it, but it's like all this fucking crazy stunts happening because Mm -hmm. they just did it all. And it's just like, or they removed a few wires. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, we don't it, that movie is such a fucking outlier and it's like that's why i think the uh stuff about furiosa and, and charlie's character in that movie just rings so fucking true because you know i mean i, I i'm a little but considering my favorite movie of all time is t2 which has a complex strong female character arguably the protagonist of the movie considering she's the one with the arc um Sarah Connor and probably second or third. Favorite. Well, you could also say the uh, the Terminator itself has an arc. Yeah, I mean, you could. But um, Ella Ripley's clearly the main character of Aliens, and that's easily my second favorite movie of all time. It's mm-hmm. like I'm a little tired of being called a misogynist because I didn't like 2016's Ghostbusters uh, when these are my favorite movies and they have female characters done right and do you like anything other than those just because I've mentioned well, I'm, I'm, th- I'm throwing Fury. I'm throwing Fury Road in there. Like I'm, Fury I'm, Road, I'm okay. saying that, like, I, I, that I would say League of Their Own. League of Their Own is great. Yeah, that's a fucking fantastic movie. Absolutely, uh, I, I think that's a great film. Yeah, and and I mean, I, I'll go ahead and even throw this one out. I'll, I'll one up you. One of my fucking favorite shows in the '90s when I was a fucking little kid. When I was a Mama's fucking family. little kid. No, not Mama's, Mama's family. family. But I'll actually throw it too because they were, but they're both of there. Golden Girls was fucking as important to me as fucking Seinfeld and Designing Women. I fucking always watch Designing Women. Oh, I didn't watch Designing Women, but I did watch Golden Girls for sure. It's like, and and yet I I have to fucking have Amy Schumer talking about how fucking smelly her vagina is, talking about how hard it is to be a female comedian and nobody wants to hear comedy from a woman. And I'm like, fuck you, Amy. But seriously though, Inside Amy Schumer has some brilliant episodes in there yeah she was probably okay back then but she's lost her fucking mind lately maybe maybe so but still there are some incredibly brilliant episodes of uh inside amy schumer especially one 12 angry men inside amy schumer is one of the best episodes ever yeah but then already she's actually publicly said she regrets making that skit because she doesn't like the, the, the that she seems to be approving of the concept of fuckability being something that's acceptable to debate. uh chappelle said the same thing about the chappelle show that's crazy yeah, and well, whatever. They all they all look back on their work and go, ah, I'm not sure everyone got the joke, the real joke that it wasn't funny. <laughs> Yet it's hilarious and it's actually like really funny. Yeah, they all they all go a little crazy. I think Comedy Central causes people to go fucking insane a little bit, actually. Uh, well, like all the behind the scenes stuff I've ever heard of Comedy Central is it's a madhouse. Yeah, that's why Matt insane. and Trey just stay like keep it all at a garbage distance. Yeah, and, the, and that's why they do their episodes within six days so that there's not much control they have. Yeah. They, they they literally can't do it or they don't air. Yeah. So, no, fuck it. All right, I think we got a little off track in the end there. Cool Boy Nation, tell us about any of your funny or interesting matching John Travolta's hair with MCU movie stories. Also, if you have any more questions Yay. or any more insight into our list of 
which John Travolta hairstyles correspond to the each individual MCU movie. I will be blown away if anybody fucking coordinated that list up and actually wrote it down. Then let us know by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. New episodes of the Cool Boys Podcast come out every Tuesday. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys. Also, please review us on iTunes. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boys Central content with Batman and Beyond on iTunes, mm. SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it's Bizees from I'm trying to think of a F from the MCU. Fantastic Felk, I guess. Wow, very nice. I like that. Now that, that I mean, that's got to be. I, I, we're assuming that after all this Infinity War shit goes away, the next big phase will have to have something to do with the fact that Disney just bought Fox. You know. Of course, and that's Spicy's from Black Panther Ballard. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Cool. I actually had fun Stop. doing it. Um, it was a weird weird topic, obviously. I, I, I think Big Luke will someday happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get some Cool Boys! boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. <laughs>